Hi, so this week we're going to be having a cold open instead of our usual episode. That's right. This is somewhat of an emergency episode we have today. We are recording because we're getting ready for season three of Northern Overexposure, our podcast. And we, we're just not, we're not quite ready to start releasing. But we didn't want to leave you guys hanging because, you know, we, we tend to have a pretty good frequency of uh, uploads. So we wanted to have something here, even if it's ephemeral Maybe it won't last forever. We might. I was joking with you, Charles, that we should just like take this down uh, in the future because it's sort yeah. of a placeholder episode. Yeah. So I know that we've been doing a lot of um, extracurricular yeah. episodes. Like, what was last week? SNL when Rob Burrow hosted. We've got some um, more ideas too, but I guess we want to save them too in, in case we ha- have another crisis like this. Yeah. I mean, it's not like, well, crisis is a really strong word. <laughs> yeah. We didn't have like, it's not like one of us lost a leg or anything. We just <laughs> true. could be worse. We're, yeah, we're, we're simply just trying to stockpile episodes. Exactly. I guess. We uh, want to get ahead yeah. of the curve, and we want to have enough material so that we don't have to stop mid-season. Um, though this is a long season. This is longer than season one and season two combined. Yeah, so, this is a proper season. It actually, coincidentally, I just realized this. Um, I think last week, I realized there was seven episodes in season one and six episodes in season two. Right. Uh, eight in one. Seven and two. Oh, okay, never mind. My theory's already thrown out oh, the window then. What was your theory, uh, I was though? I going to say, sometimes a lot of television shows do uh, 13 and duns. And what that means <laughs> oh. is that they do 13 episodes of a television show in its first season, and then they, they're done with it because it got canceled. And uh-huh. 13 is apparently the hallmark for it. And I was thinking maybe they combined season one and two to be 13 episodes, and then they decided to go through with it. But uh, no, A plus seven, doesn't. Uh, that's not 13. Yeah. I'm still baffled by like the eight, and then the seven, like the season two being shorter. I'm budget reasons, I guess. We we keep speculating on this. Yeah. Honestly, yeah. Who knows? We already talked about this, so we can we can just breeze past this. <laughs> yeah. So what can we expect in season three? I mean, we're gonna try to bring obviously our mission statement is to get people to watch the show. So we're gonna bring in people who have never seen the show before. Hopefully we have some pretty stellar guests. I don't know. We'll see um what we can bring together. I have some fun ideas. I hope we have enough guests. You've got a lot of um, you've got a lot of people that you'd like to introduce the show to that I don't think I've ever met. Yeah, I would like to introduce the show to them, but uh, it's kind of a hard sell because you have to <laughs> you know have them watch the television show in the first place. This podcast might just be like a man on the street type of thing where we just show a random <laughs> passerby. It's like, hey, come watch this episode. That's a come good idea for an episode. I got to think of like what that if that applies to one of the episodes of Northern Exposure. Like something kind of like very scattered, you know, they just like go <laughs> interview people <laughs> on the street. Well, we should have done it for that episode where that uh, nameless person died in Sicily. Yeah. You know, in the third season, a spoiler alert, there's an episode called The Body in Question. So it kind of seems, you know, we, we've already come across um, All is Vanity, which is about, this is the episode you're talking about, Charles, the episode about the mysterious dead body that comes to Sicily. But now we have an episode titled The Body in Question. I won't say what it's about, but maybe that maybe that hmm. could be applicable. Okay. Well, yeah, that's not too bad. We'll find a good, we'll find some good use for that. I like that. Um, that idea? Yeah, sort of that formula for an episode. <laughs> Man on the street, check out this clip. What do you think? Well, uh, what's in our mailbox? Have we gotten anything new? Yeah, that's that's one thing we can talk about. So we have... Some more fan mail. Peter Kowitz, I hope I'm saying that right. 
he writes in kind of like our last bit of fan mail just to let us know about the Northern Exposure book, which we did uh, on air. We were we <laughs> ordered it offline <laughs> as we were recording the podcast, uh, and I have actually flipped through it. I am reluctant to show you, Charles, only because there are lots of spoilers. The book was written um, sort of during the filming of the fourth season. So if you were to look at this um, book, there's definitely pages. Maybe I should like photocopy some pages for you. But <laughs> maybe like the redacted, book, like a CIA yeah. report. Just like black lines there. Everything. Yeah, I mean, it should. Uh, but yeah, there's definitely some pages that would be pretty spoilery for you to look at. But the day I got the book, uh, when I started cracking it open, I stayed up like really late into the night till like 2 or 3 a.m. just reading the book. It, it's really fascinating. Um, I'm ashamed to say that I didn't read it all in one sitting because I was really into it. But um, no, I kind of paused it for a second, but I, uh, I'm going to try to get pretty pretty far through it before we, um, we start the third season because I'm sure there's a lot we can talk about. However, I bet the book is probably best suited for the fourth season since that's kind of when um, the author, I guess, was writing, chronicling his sort of like journalism. He was like on set for a lot of the fourth season. Yeah, we can use it like a Bible. Exactly. Also, uh, something interesting that Peter wrote about is uh, he he said he would he would never take a work shift on Monday nights because Monday was whenever the show aired. Um, so that's pretty interesting. You know, he's like, can't work on Mondays. Got to stay home. Got to catch the new episode. Oh, that's such dedication. Exactly. I love it. Also, that's like, it's like back in the day when you could only listen to a song if it just played on the radio at a certain time. Right. You had to get like your recorder ready. After that, it was just gone into the air. You could just never listen to it again. If you think about it, this show has never been available for streaming. So like, you know, Monday nights might have been the only time you could ever watch this show. <laughs> I mean, I mean, obviously apart from the DVDs, which is how we're watching it right now. Yeah. You said it was Monday nights that he would make sure he didn't have to go to work? Yeah. Monday nights is, and if you look at the air dates, um, that's those were histor- historically Monday nights. That's really interesting. I wonder why it wasn't aired on Thursday nights. Right. Seeing so, as how it's such a critically acclaimed show. Can you tell me... You seem to know, we were kind of talking about this briefly, like, what is it, what's the difference? Like, what's the, obviously, what is it? Like, the Friday night is like the dead slot? Or? Yeah, Friday night is like, uh, all the television shows they want to dump out, they know that viewers aren't going to be interested in, and, are, and they're probably going to be canceled. They put a lot of them on Friday, and Thursday night is where they put a lot of their primetime television, particularly sitcoms, not so much dramas. Gotcha. But they put a lot of those sitcoms. Well, this show that. could kind of fall into a lot of people call it sitcommy, but um, compared to like a you know like a three camera sitcom, you know it feels way it feels way different. Oh yeah, definitely much more dramatic than like Friends or. We should. Sorry to cut you off. We should say the Friday night slot is dead because people are often not at home. They go out on Friday night. Yeah, yeah. It's a social night for them. Exactly. Well, the reason it's really interesting, the reason that Thursday night is the most popular spot for television programming is because advertisers can put a lot of upcoming movies on that slot. Right, because don't movies come out? Oh, that's okay, yeah. Yeah, that's such a smart reasoning. And I knew there was a reason why they went for Thursday. I just didn't know it off the top of my head. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. And it's also, it's like that perfect slot because it's not quite Friday, but you're almost in that jubilant 
mindset. Yeah. Like you know that Friday's coming up, so you're in the mood to watch television. That's something to talk about at the water cooler back when people went to the water cooler. Yeah, and you have like Fridays. the it's like your last day till freedom. Like you're kind of slacking off a little bit. I guess Friday's yeah. the real day where you're like you're kind of checked out of work. Yeah, exactly. So I would have thought that Northern Exposure would have aired on Thursdays. I don't think anything is particularly wrong with Mondays, though. Mm -hmm. I'm pretty sure I Love Lucy aired on Monday. Yeah, classic show. Okay. Yeah, Dick Van Dyke show. What's interesting is, and I'm sure we'll talk about it when we get there, but the sixth season of Northern Exposure actually had sort of a mid-season gap. Like during the sixth season, there was a gap in programming. Um, or a gap in releases of Northern Exposure. Mm-hmm. And apparently the show moved from Monday night to Wednesday night, which is uh, apparently the executive producer, one of the executive producers, Andrew Schneider, uh, is quoted as saying, the show had a lot of life in it, and the move to Wednesday night killed it. Uh, this piddling out is sad. That's what he said. So, you know, obviously I, maybe he valued side. Monday night a lot more than Wednesday yeah. Well, it could have been on any night, just any change in programming after especially six seasons, that's going to cause a lot of problems. Exactly. People like Peter, they're ready for their Monday night, you know, and now switching to Wednesday. I will say the the sixth season is a little, you know, not, I don't remember it as being so great, but mm-hmm. maybe the change in programming really did have a, a stronger effect than I'm giving it credit for. Well, that's probably a, uh, what is that expression called? Whenever the... This is just a symptom of the problem. Do you get what I'm yeah, trying to yeah. say? It's like part of the, yeah, part of a larger picture. It, it got moved to Wednesday because of it's a tough. Oh, yeah. 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 You, you got what I'm yeah. trying to say. But yeah, uh, this is our, we'll be back next week. That's right. Okay. So season three is starting next week. The first episode, we've said this already. The Bumpy Road to Love. I'm excited. I think we'll be able to crush a few of these episodes. You know, we've had some time to kind of prepare. I'm excited to see what you have to say about it, Charles. Yeah, we're getting into season three, though. I guess this is technically, if this was a normal television show, this would be halfway of season one. This is just a normal yeah, TV show. Yeah, I think so. Well, well, well consider if it you think about three. it, because we've seen season one, season two is quite different from season one, would you say? That's true. You, Yeah, you're They're right. They're similar in, in some ways, but uh, this this feels sort of like the a continuation of season two, maybe. Well, the, I don't know, though. We haven't even started watching season three, so how can we say? Hmm, you're right. (laughs) Gonna have to wait till next week for me to find out. All right. This is a good enough sign off as any. So Charles, next week, season three. Let's hop in. All right. See you next week.